It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to Circles Off here on the Hammer Betting Network, episode number 73. I don't know how Dennis Rodman has worn like every number in the early 70s, but he's worn 73. I'm drawing blank here. I can tell you a few that you'll, myself and Johnny are both Toronto Maple Leafs fans. I find it's very easy to remember a rival's number. So Did Mike Ribeiro? No, no. Wait, what was he again? 63. Yes. It was Michael Ryder. Oh, Mike Ryder. Or 73. Brendan Gallagher, 73. And Tyler Toffoli, 73. Yeah. Montreal Canadiens. Michael Ryder. Yes. I do know an offensive lineman that wears 73. Isaac Suomalu. Only reason I know that is I watch Sunday Night Football, Cowboys and Eagles. And God, Chris, Chris Collinsworth loves this guy, man. He would take a bullet for this guy. The amount of times they they like pinpointed him on the broadcast itself was something else. Um, I'm not feeling 100% today. Still. This is two days removed from the <laughs> one chip challenge, which I would advise people to not attempt this in any capacity. Um, so for those that don't know, on the Hammer, we do have a show called Luke's Locks. Um, for those who've been listening to Circles Off for a long time, you'll remember we had Luke from Betstamp in studio uh, about a year ago, Luke Campanella. He also gave out a Super Bowl prop, Jesse Bates, to record an interception, which won at plus 550. He has not, uh, he basically reminds us of that at least once a week, at least. But the premise of this show is on Mondays and Thursdays, Luke looks for a quote unquote lock in a primetime football game. And it started with him locking away like a personal belonging for a week if his play loses, but it's evolved into just doing dumb shit. Challenges. Challenges. And because Luke has been a very good sport about this, and by the way, like he comes up with the ideas. He, so he takes it to the extreme himself. We have to talk him back on a lot of stuff all the time. He's always got crazy ideas and we're like, no, Luke, like, you know, we can't allow this to happen. But because he's been a good sport about it, we've started to get the rest of the office involved. And if Luke does indeed win his bet, then someone else has to do something. So unfortunately, he did bet on Thursday Night Football a week ago, Justin Fields, to record an interception. And he risked um, this one-chip challenge. And if Justin Fields had played a clean game, Luke could have been eating the chip. Instead, yours truly had to eat this chip. And my... It's like my stomach. It's like I consumed the battery acid. Like, so you're st- still feeling it two days later. Oh yeah, like big time rattled. Wow. I don't want to get into too many details here because you know people don't want to hear the. But like, it, you it would mess- never do it again. It messed me up. Would you ever do it again? I mean, I, I never want to say never. Well, how much would I have to pay you to do it again? I, I right now it would be a way higher amount than like a year from now. Because okay, how much forget. is it right now? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, if you if you gave me 
I don't know, 25K today, I don't think I would do it. You wouldn't do it for 25 Gs. I, on, I must have been tough. It, must have been it sucked. For those who want to see the video, it is up on uh, the Hammer Betting Network, the Hammer.bet. You could also check it out on the BetStamp uh, uh, YouTube account. Um, yeah, it sucked, man. Like, I like spicy. I know you hate spicy food. So for you, I, I don't even... I ate a hot chicken strip yesterday and my head was sweating. So I wouldn't be eating. That. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't be eating that, uh, that one chip challenge. I have a, um, a high tolerance for spicy food. I do like spicy food. Not like I like it with flavor, not like this is just, it, it was, it, it, it messed me up, man. I'm still feeling the after effects, like just stomach gurgling nonstop, like trying to process what it is consumed. And I took like precautions. Like I, I had some Pepto beforehand. There is nothing. I, I can't describe the feeling, man. A cartoon, you know, when, when you watch like a cartoon, it was like what um, Roadrunner and, and Wiley Coyote and like steam comes out of the, the ears. That's what it felt like, man. I've never experienced that sensation where my like, it felt like my head was going to explode. My ears were in so much pain. Yeah, I would never do that. And like wouldn't do it. from the first bite, I felt it all the way up through my sinuses. Like my nose started to get hot. I, I couldn't get that damn full chip in my mouth either. So my lips were burning. That one was a, that was a mistake. You, t- you touched it too many places. Yeah, I messed up. But like, I didn't want to break it in half. That takes like, takes away some of the allure. So anyways, people can check that out. Um, I don't recommend doing that. I can see why there's warnings on that and why people have been saying like, don't do that. Um, producer Zach today, Zach Phillips is dressed in full winter gear because Luke is on, uh, quite an a absolute heater. He is on a heater right now. So, uh, as part of this week's challenge, which was, what was the bet for was Eckler? He bet Eckler anytime touchdown for uh Thursday's, uh, or sorry, Monday's, Monday's game. Season. And, uh, if Luke won the bet, then Zach would have to dress in a full winter gear for the day. If not, it'd be Luke in the full winter gear. So flip the cam Zach. Yeah, I also I also don't like that Zach took his gloves off. I think this is part of the. He's got to produce the show. I understand, but like, part part of it is we are accepting things might go wrong with the show, as you long as you don't delete them? it. I can run up and get them. Quick. No, there, you're good. There's you're a good, there's a good. pair of ski gloves on the floor. We brought in like five oh, gloves. I for brought you. them down. Yeah, yeah. You got you got the scarf, the the big jacket. You <laughs> just got a full toque. Yeah, it's, listen, it is what it is. And enjoy the the day. Hopefully, uh, you know, whatever. At the end of the day, man, it's Canada. It's not even that warm out. Well, it's, well, here's what I'm gonna say. Hey, so if it's if about the shows it's, messed up. Like you know, it's four, it's four degrees here. That's well, not even. That's not even that four okay. degrees Celsius. So so today's high is probably gonna be somewhere. Well, today's a cold day, so you got oh. lucky, Zach. You got lucky. So it's it's 39 Fahrenheit right now. For those who um, are listening, uh, Americans that are listening, don't get me started on the on the Fahrenheit stuff. It drives me nuts. It's so hard to click the button. <laughs> oh, with the gloves on. Yeah, that's uh, those are those are some big gloves. Those are ski gloves, man. That's um, but like today's high is going to be like fifty Fahrenheit. So for anyone who wants perspective, Zach's got to wear this around the full day today. I honestly, I would hate this. Yeah, I mean, listen, Zach's obviously struggling this morning. Rob's struggling still with that chip, and then I got my own story. This one, no fault of anyone else except for mine. <laughs> Dumb kid, I am. Was out for dinner yesterday, forgot my wallet at the restaurant. Okay, you're going to be like, well, it's not that bad. Call the restaurant. As I left, was driving home, realized I didn't have my wallet. I was like, 
I don't have it. Where is it? Check my pocket. It's a brutal feeling. Pocket, whatever. Like, don't have your wallet. You know, I got everything else. And for those of you who don't know me personally, like, I'm the guy who I've never lost a phone, never lost a wallet, never lost anything. Like, very responsible for that with that stuff. Like, I don't crack my phone screen. Like, you know, none of that. So this one hits home. I lost my wallet. And then just as I was thinking, like, shit, where is it? I got to call the restaurant. I called the restaurant. It was closed. I'm like, all right, I'll call back in the morning. Hopefully it's there. Whatever. Go back. Grab it today. Um, as I, I'm thinking that in my head, I see the notification pop up on my phone, my spend that like someone spent my card and, um, they're taking it around. So just absolutely gut wrenching, <laughs> bad, horrible thing. And like, they didn't even use it in a more efficient manner. Like the guy got, I guess. So there's a gas station. It was used at, And then, you know, I don't know if that was like a fill up of gas or a scratchies or something. Yeah, scr- tickets. Scr- it, if it if it was an even number, like if it was like a fifty bucks, seventy bucks, something like that, he probably just bought scratch tickets. If it was like something that's weird, then he probably just and it was like fill- eighty something. It wasn't a, like a ton of money, but what, it wasn't, what was the sense on it? it? Was like forty forty. I, you know what? I wish I had it. I I can't even check now because I'm locked out of my account. Oh, that's I, brutal. I, I can't even. Check he might have just filled up his tank. Gas is expensive. He probably just. Took his car, fill up the tank. Absolute brutal. Also, if you steal someone's, or if you, you know what? It didn't get stolen. My wallet was not stolen. I, I hate when people. Well, it are was like, though. It no, was. it wasn't stolen. I lost it. Someone found it and they didn't return it. They didn't steal it. Stealing, stealing it is like they robbed me and said, "Give me your wallet," and at a threat or pickpocketed me. Is as soon as that guy spends money on your credit card, in my opinion, he stole it. Yeah, like he obviously is in the wrong. He shouldn't be spending other people's cards, but I refuse. And I'm, it happened to me. I refuse to say to people, my wallet was stolen. Cause if that would imply that it wasn't on me, it wasn't my fault. It was hundred percent my fault. I lost it. I left it there. Yeah. I was irresponsible. No, I, I'm not. You, you have to take some of the blame, All of but it. you'd like to think that there are some people out there that would just find a wallet and they would try to, to hunt down the person and return it rather than going to, Buy scratch tickets or fill up a car. What else did this Here's guy Here's what go? I'm upset. Here's what I'm upset about. All right. I had 350 bucks in the wallet. Okay. A good amount of money. You find a wallet, expected value, money in there is probably 50 bucks max. 350 is a lot. Not the most, not the, not the least. But enough money that this guy or girl could have just taken the 350. You don't even have to mail me back my wallet. If you did, did that, that would have been amazing. You know, send it back to the address on the ID. Bless. But... Just throw it out. Throw it out and don't use the cards because now I actually have a hassle that I got to go through. Dispute charges on my card, which is not even worth it because it's like 180 bucks of charges total. Yeah. And yeah. it's like a hassle for the time. I had to call. I was up all night last night because it was already late that I was at left the dinner. I was up. I had to cancel like cancel one, cancel two, cancel three, cancel four, all these cards, freeze my bank stuff. Got to get all the new cards today. Go in person. Go to the fucking service Ontario. Yeah. Listen, I, I know. To get a new driver's license ID, which you can't get online. What a, you know what? My own fault. It's no, there's no one to blame except for me. So this would be a nightmare for me. Uh, I'll be honest with you because just the amount of time. Like, That's first of all, is. I know how busy you are for one. And I'm extremely busy myself as well. My left arm has been messed up for like two months. And I don't, I can't even go to like get it checked out. Because of the amount of time that I know it would take. Like I go play basketball. I leave afterwards at night and I can barely even hold my arm up. I've got like tingles in my arm. And I like, so the time that it would take to get that done is it would just be super annoying. But I need to know what else this guy did on his uh, spending spree. 
spent. So I it, was it could charge, have been a two woman, charges at a gas station, which again, it's, I'm trying to backtrack. I don't really understand it. Why would you do gas station? If you fill up your tank, there's camera right on there. They're going to be able to pinpoint where you put the card in and then your license plates right there. If they didn't have a car, just went in. You can still see that. Yeah. Gas station's dumb. After the gas station, ran across the street, subway, eat fresh. Uh, God. They were Sub- in the restaurant though. Subway, Subway in the restaurant. It's like sixty eight bucks, which 68 is a lot. Sixty eight bucks at Subway. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of. They got how? I don't even know meat. how to run up a th- triple <laughs> meat and all the cookies that they have in the container. How do you run up a sixty eight dollar tab at Subway? Like, I guess you, you just make subs for the whole week. Yeah, right? it's like I'm gonna make lunch for the whole week. But they bought a few for sure. Uh, then took it over to like a grocery store. Um, and then a few other places, but it was declined by then. So I had, I had, uh, disabled them. So I was like, it was like a game of Cadmos. I like disabled one card and then that card, right when I disabled it had like a few charges after that were declined. Then they obviously used another card. I couldn't cancel them fast enough. So it is what it is. It's also driving. So it wasn't the quickest, but, um, again, my fault completely. And now I got to just deal with this hassle. And you know what? This is the karma of the world right now. Me, I'm the guy. I swear, if I found a wallet, no matter how much money is in there, I'm returning it to the mm. guy, to the guy or girl. And I will get, if, if it's like, if I've, I've found a wallet multiple times before in my life, if it's ever at a venue, I don't bother like calling the actual ID on the card. I just drop it at the front, yeah. at the venue. Because that's, that's like the quickest way they're going to get it. They're going to call the restaurant. They're going to go grab it. So I, I do that. Um, I found like credit cards before just in, and obviously never used them. In, in cases, obviously, you're not going to be able to find that person. I just throw them in the garbage so that no one else could use them, right? And then it's like, okay, perfect. Lost their card. No one's using it. Get a new one. No disputes. Also found a wallet once and returned it to the front desk with like a couple hundred bucks in it, mm-hmm. maybe 200 bucks in it. Now, if I find a guy's wallet today, yeah, you, you're, am I returning that wallet? Your opinion might have changed now because of the, your experience is what you Can I justify returning that guy's wallet if i find a wallet today on the street do yes. i can i justify returning it yes you got it yes. i don't know man it the world is just yeah. two wrongs there, doesn't make a right there's a lot to, to no, i know that but like i know that but it's like i don't know i'm yeah. not hope you know i'm not gonna find a guy's wallet tonight but like if i do then now it's a decision to be made for those <laughs> of you who are watching on youtube if you found a wallet with 350 bucks and a credit card in the comments Tell us what you would do with it. I'm very, very interested to see. By the way, like most people on YouTube are anonymous, so I'm not going to seek you down and call you a scumbag or anything like <laughs> you that. You can say it on Twitter yeah. under the circles off account yeah. too. Either, either way, I'm just very interested. Um, I did find a wallet once. I w- this was, I'm 35 years old. This was probably in my early 20s. I went with some friends to Wasega Beach, which is just like an hour drive to the beach. Hot spot when you're a younger kid in the summer. Went there girls. for my uh, prom, post-prom party or whatever. Nice. Oh, didn't yeah. we all? Yeah, yeah. of course. So it's the place to be. What was that 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 place called? Banana something? Oh, Bananas? Bana- was it just called Bananas? Yeah, it's a club. Yeah, it was the club. Okay. Anyways. The one club in the town. I it's get, a good spot. I didn't drive. One of my buddies drove. I get out of the car, and as I'm getting out of the, the backseat of a car, the car next to me has a wallet right on the trunk. Open up the wallet. It's like 200 bucks in there, credit cards, whatever. Here's the honest truth. I took 20 bucks. I went across the street to buy beer for the day. 
I left the remainder, like the remain, the wallet exactly as I found it back on the thing. For somebody else. For deal. someone else. Well, maybe. I don't know. Or for, or like. All some- time would have been if Rob was like, I went, placed a pro line. Nope. <laughs> started the gambling. If anything, though, if you're going to place a pro line with that guy's wallet, place a net, like you're going to do a hundred bucks, place two, take both hundreds and then leave one in his wallet. That way, at least if you would do money back. So people are, people will call me out on this for even taking the 20. I'm going to, it was a shitty thing to do. I agree. I do have to like, I'll tell you how big of a scumbag I am. Exactly. My life situation at that point was that of like debt, poor. Like losing lots of money betting, didn't really have any money to spend on anything. The worst part is I looked into the backseat of that car and there was like a baby care, uh, like a uh, car seat. Car seat. And I was like, I can't take this money. Like I felt really bad, but I still took 20 bucks because I wanted to buy beer for the day. But I, that was what you stopped me from, from taking the full amount. I'm like, oh no, I can't, I can't do that. But I have a bone to pick with you too. Once this guy starts spending, why didn't I go to the thing? Because I was already no, in the no, highway. No. Why don't you just let this guy just go on the spending spree of a lifetime, anyways? Because like, I don't even want to call. Like I don't want to dispute a charge. Like I'll take the one hundred eighty dollar hit. I'll take that hit, no doubt, no no oh, question in my saying. mind. I'm not even going to report that as like I I canceled them and like I now if I have to go start filling out all these forms, taking all these calls, whatever for one eighty, that's not even worth it for me. No, I agree. So that that's fair. If he spent like six grand, now I got to go through all those. Those things. You might as well just let him keep going at that point. But then, yeah, see, this is what I'm saying. It's just, ah, what a bad, irresponsible move by me. And, like, the point I'm actually more pissed off about is that I went to go get a new light driver's license, and you have to go in person to service Ontario, which is obviously bottom five worst spots to ever go. <laughs> you stand in line. It's miserable. I'm sure there's worse spots than service Ontario. <laughs> but bottom yeah, five. Like, it, you it, stand in line. It's miserable. There's all people there, like... Probably still got to wear a mask, like just absolutely. Yeah, it's it's a disaster. I I, I agree. And anytime you go, you have to get some sort of license done, and you got to go to the spot to get your picture taken and whatever. It's it's a nightmare. Yeah, let's call it out yeah. for what it is. For thirty five dollars for the license, like, and you can't get like I'll pay the thirty five. Yeah, I'll pay a hundred. Just mail it to make me. it easy. Same license. I, I, lo- I loved when they they started extending the passports. That was the best thing that ever happened. Where you could get to the 10 year yeah, passport yeah, now yeah. and you pay like 60 bucks. Of course, I'm going to pay that. Yeah, yeah, I would, yeah. They, they're actually way undercharging for the that. The sloping on that for the pricing slope yeah. is like $100. What is it? Like $100 for five year and like 160 for the 10 year. It should be like 260 That's what I'm saying. There, whoever did the pricing did, did not figure it out properly. <laughs> like people would be willing to pay way more to not go back. Exactly. Way more. You don't have to just upcharge them 60 bucks. So. Well, that makes no sense, but it's a tough morning for, for Johnny. It's a tough morning for Rob. It's a tough morning for producer Zach dripped on his winter clothing. Zach, Zach, do you think you're going to lose like a lot of weight today? Nah, he's not going to I don't have any weight to lose. So God, I hope not. If you work nah, down, I was just going to say though, like I'm not going to complain after seeing what Rob did. The only thing that's going to suck is like actually having to do work. Because, like, my my hands. Like. Who is feeling more heat right now, Zach or, or Rob? Rob, probably, <laughs> of honestly. Course, of course, of course. <laughs> like, still. It's, yeah, it's just the stomach is constantly gurgling. And there's, like, yeah, it's right, trouble. I think we got to tr- tweet that trigger We us. do, but one second. Before oh, we oh, do, oh. I wanted to talk about, i just very curious about this because of my mentality. So, for me, I think about karma a lot. 
whenever I'm considering doing something shitty, I think to myself, I don't know if this is completely irrational, by the way, but whenever I'm about to do something really shitty and I know that I'm about to do something shitty, I ask myself, is this going to negatively affect my sports betting? Am I going to start to lose because I did this bad thing? Oh, you're saying karma for other stuff not related to sports. Yeah, like, or or like, so I'll give you an example. Like, right? I just got in a hit and run. Is this oh, not, not, so? I, three, just kidding, guys. Three or four years ago, four years ago, maybe, I was in Scotland. And I'm walking the streets, just having a day. And there's like a homeless lady with her dog there. And I'm like, I feel bad. Like, I, I, I love animals. I don't, don't want to see this, whatever. So, like, I pull out the bills I have in my pocket. And the smallest bill I have is a 50. I didn't realize this. I thought I had smaller stuff. I thought I'd, like, get a five or something. So now I'm standing there like an asshole, basically. Like, in my head, like, am I going to give this homeless lady a $50 bill? Or am I just going to now move on? And all I could think about was, like, if I don't give this homeless lady the $50, all my bets tonight are going to lose. I had like eight NHL bets. I'm like, they're all going to lose. I have to do this now. So it's not even like a kind gesture. I'm not like, it's not like, oh, Rob gave $50 to, to like, that's, oh, that's really nice. Like I was, I felt forced in that situation. It was going to be like a five, but I really felt that if I didn't do that in the moment, I was going to lose. So I had a winning night that night. I gave the, I gave her $50, had a very good night la- that night. The rest of the trip in Scotland, I was just giving money to homeless people everywhere because I thought in my head that this, and I know it's irrational, but like, what if? I don't, I don't personally do that. I don't like feel like that, but I do believe in just like being a good person in general and not um, like wrong in people. On so stuff. you do good for the sake of doing good, whereas I do good so that my bets don't lose. Within reason, within reason. I just, I do believe in just like doing like good business and stuff, right? So like, that's that's really it. But um, yeah, it's all. You just have to like be a good person, I guess. But yeah, in terms of like, am I gonna just go start giving people money because I think it's gonna like better better me down the road and all. Also, that's kind of. I guess that was like more of a moral thing as well, right? It's like you're yeah. not even really giving them money for nope. the sake. You're just like, it's a transaction. You're trying to buy some good goodwill. Agreed. I'm not trying to make it out like I'm some sort of good person. I, I In that moment. Yeah, it's buying goodwill. I, I saw a lady with a, a like a black lab. I'm like, I feel bad. Like, I'm going to give this lady five bucks. I pull out money from my pocket and there ain't this 50, like a bunch of 50s. And like if you a, didn't give her the money and lost that night big, it would have had a bigger mental impact oh, on you yeah. than not giving the 50s. 100% so at the 50. But like, and then I won that night and as I just kept doing it because I, not because I'm a good guy, but like I felt like it's, I know this is irrational and it's stupid. I get it. But like, there's sports fans that do all sorts of crazy shit and they don't understand why they do it. Like, I will. You know, if the Cowboys win a playoff game, for example, the next week when they play their next playoff game, you better believe I'm going to be wearing the exact same clothes and sitting in the exact same spot that I watched the yeah, first yeah, game. Yeah, Leaf games too. You have to. Right. Or, or it's even worse. Like, we won game one when I was wearing my Matthews jersey, and then I was wearing my Marner jersey, and we lost game two. Right. That Marner jersey is as good as trash at this point. Yeah, agreed. You're I would not never put it on again. <laughs> but but the, the thing is, like, we, we obviously know that this doesn't have an impact. Like, I know it doesn't have an impact. But what if? 
what if it actually, what if by, you know, the universe changes just a little bit by me wearing the exact same clothes or sitting in the exact same spot. And I think every sports fan, I don't want to say every sports fan, the majority are wired like this. Like when, when they win bets, they try to do the same thing because they think that there's like, what if? I think it's like amplified if you played the sport too. If you played sports. Like when I was when I was playing sports, it was it's also just the mental factor of some of the stuff is like if you do the same things and you keep a routine and then it works for you and then if you don't if you deviate from that routine the next time, yeah, then uh, like your mentals are messed up going into it. So then it can alter actually alter how you play. Yeah. So then it kind of just transfers over to some of the other things you do. Like when I was playing lacrosse the one year, you can ask Goody, we won we won provincials the one year. And uh before every game, every single one of us sat beside the exact same people in the same order in the room. Mm-hmm. We did the same warm up at the same time before each game. We did it in the same order going through each of it. And then when I would get dressed, I would get dressed with the exact same way each time. The guy, one guy would tape my arm guards the same way at the same time with the same number of like loops around my arm. Like mm-hmm. we all did every single thing the exact same. Went through one every game in provincials, one provincials. And then, like, after that, my superstitions were just, like, amplified. Of course. Because it was, like, I won provincials yeah. by doing this. Like, it's obviously something yeah. good. You, could, you couldn't have won, won provincials if you didn't do that, obviously. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you if you had done a different routine, you guys never would have won. Right. Uh, quick question. If Luke were to walk in the studio right now and he were to see you not wearing gloves. Oh, you got one glove on. I okay. have to click stuff, man. Like I can't just <laughs> right. not do you my job. You can take off that glove. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, let's get into. Let's the... get it. Tweets that trigger us. I don't know what we're yelling about. I've never seen you mad. I get paved. Why are you in such a bad mood? What do you care? It's only game. Why you have to be mad? Love that. Why you have to be so mad? It's a minus a thirty-seven in the winter months. <laughs> uh. All right. Uh, this is going to be accompanied by audio for those listening or video. Uh, but we were tagged by Jeffrey Benson, who is the Sportsbook Operations Manager for Circa. Uh, hashtag tweets that trigger us for anyone out there that sees something that might set us off. Um, you have to take what they're going to give you. Let's go ahead and play the uh, the audio here. Really? I love the Bengals tonight. The number's awful, but you have to take what they're going to give you. It opened up at one and a half, and I remember talking to Gutsy being like, whoa. Lines that make no sense, they make no sense for a reason. I'm hammering the Bengals minus three and a half tonight. I just love them. I think it's a good chance for the boys. All right. So, this is the, these ones really bother me, right? The, the lines that make no sense, they make no sense for a reason. Trap game. Tra- so, I'm going to forget about everything I think about this and just bet opposite because something's got to be up. Something's got to be up here. You have to take what they're going to give you. I don't really know what he's talking about here because he's like, yeah, you got to take what they're going to give you. The line sucks. The number sucks. But like, you don't have to take anything. You can not bet. That's an option as well. He also said it opened minus one and a half. Yeah, whatever it opened doesn't is irrelevant at that point. Now the market has processed a bunch of information. I hate this bet, but you got to take what they're going to give you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like, I, 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 there's so many. I, why do you think people still think this way? Seriously, why do you think people think that because they can't explain like why imagine liking one side so much right that you just go and bet the other side like do people 
not realize where the sports books have an advantage. The sports books have an advantage because they charge you a VIG, minus 110. That's why they have an advantage. It's not because of anything else. That That is the house edge. Casino games have a house edge. Sports has a house edge. It's whatever VIG they're charging on the bet. So, like, I, I never get the, the, the whole mentality of, like, uh, you know, I think this is going to happen. I can't really understand why anyone else would take this other side. I'm just going to take the other side. It's like you're still paying a VIG on a market price that is settled to where it is. You're, you're not helping yourself in any way. I don't understand. I never will. There's a lot of these ones out there. <laughs> All right. We'll move on. There's a lot of these ones out there, by the way, in terms of like trap game. Like I've been saying it a lot just for jokes now, but yeah. there's mo- more and more. This is like a new thing for this year that people are like the, the TikTok guys are getting into it. I Wait. know it's blowing up. Wait, so you're telling me that the Justin Herbert anytime TD minus 800 to plus 100 wasn't trap. a trap. Oh, trap I'm pretty game. sure what that's it. That we we got tra- we tagged on that one like 15 times. Go, you know, you is that in there or no? Or it has to be. Okay, we'll talk Maybe. about it off we'll the see. top. Yeah, Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, okay. It is here. It is right here. here. All right. Uh, Blaine Grisak, I'm not sure if I pronounced that correctly, um, says, Justin Herbert has thrown a TD in 26 straight regular season games. Tonight, regular season also, just like... Just, yeah, reg- regular season. Tonight, DraftKings boosted Herbert one passing touchdown from minus 800 to plus 100. He has yet to throw a TD. Sports leagues and sports books are in cahoots with each other. Change my mind. Now, first of all, I'm going to start by saying if you make a bet that should be minus 800 at plus 100. Look, it, minus 800 was very egregious. I would not have played that at minus 800. I don't think anyone would have. If you shopped around, you could have found like minus 450. So okay. minus 500, minus 450. So let's say the true price on it was maybe minus 400. So just to be fair, but still. But if you play, let, let's say true price is minus 400, even that. If you make a bet at plus 100 on something that is minus 400 everywhere else in the market, you've made a good bet. I can assure you that DraftKings does not give a shit about the $20 oh, boost. This was actually a big one, by the way. Okay, but this you, was their biggest, their, it was actually a $250 max. And it would have appeared that pretty much everyone and their mother, sister, brother, cousin would have been betting this. Yes, because that's actually a solid value. Like that expected value on this is like 200 bucks. Oh yeah. Based off the price and what your max limit is. But the reality is, I can speak from experience consulting for sports books. They don't give a shit about that at all. Like the whole goal is actually, they actually want people to win these bets. This is what the, they're like contrary to what you believe. They want you to win some of these boosted odds bets. That gets you in a favorable state of mind where like, you have a good experience of the book. Like the books have retention issues when somebody goes and deposits, they lose five bets in a row and they're out of money and then they never want to deposit again because they think that, oh, it's this sports book is too hard to beat or whatever. These are made so that in lots of times you'll actually win your bet. Now, not every boost is plus EV and we've talked about that before. There are boosts that are not, but for the most part, this isn't even a boost. This was a promotion. Yeah. This is a promotion in a sense that DraftKings is like, have $200 each expected value. Yes. This wasn't most of the boosts like, hey, here's three, four, five bucks EV. This was like, have $200. It's going to win. 
and everyone will be happy and then lose that money later in the week. Exactly. But yes, it, they ended up getting lucky on this one. It, it's, it happens. They can't just like give $200. It's a better move for them to do something like this. Because when you give $200 in bonus, people are like, oh, I, I got a $200 bonus. It doesn't have the same appeal to like spend that back as like, I just won this incredible offer that they just had. I won the bet. Now I can respend that. Right. Now, in fairness to Blaine, I don't want to throw this guy under the bus because it's very possible that this is just like a sarcastic tweet. It, it could be. Um, you know, it, 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 you, you can't really tell when someone puts it in writing on Twitter because the change my mind at the end makes it seem like it's kind of like a, a, a joking type of thing, but so many people picked this up and ran with it. Like it's like, it's crazy. Think about this from a logical perspective. The premise here is that somehow DraftKings has gone to Justin Herbert and said, Herbert tonight, you have to take one for the team and not throw a touchdown. Like, that's essentially the premise of this tweet, and there's people that actually believe that this is a realistic possibility. A guy who also got a a $17 million signing bonus, by the way. Right. So how much are they paying him? Yeah, how much is DraftKings going to go... Like, it's the most absurd premise ever, really. Also, here's another thing. It's like, he was throwing balls still. So they're like, like, oh, they're in cahoots. Like, what do you... What are you talking about? Like, did he just not, if he didn't attempt any passes to the end zone, maybe you'd be like, all right, he didn't even attempt a single pass. But like, he's firing bombs. Like Mike Will, he, he had a couple plays where like the receiver catches his touchdown. He saw to his control at that of point. Of course. I, I did, um, for Monday Night Football, I did primetime, uh, which aired 8 p.m. Eastern time. Every single week for all the primetime games, uh, we do live stream uh, on the Hammer Betting Network. I did it with Eric Eager. He bet Justin Herbert over pass attempts that night, which cashed easily, easily by the yeah. way. So, like, to your point, he was throwing the ball a lot. And there will be times where you throw the ball as a quarterback, and it's exactly that. It's now out of your control. The wide receiver makes a guy miss, scores a touchdown. The running back makes... So, like, if this were ever to be the case where a player, a league, like, sports leagues and sports books are in cahoots with each other. Like, think about that. What's the league going to Justin Herbert and saying, hey, like we need you, you know, like none of this makes sense. How do, how does anyone believe this? And people will say like, no, you know, they'll say, Rob, you're taking this too seriously. Nobody believes this. Go look at the responses to this thread. It is, it's like the the biggest conspiracy. It's a top five conspiracy theory. Put it JFK and then followed by Justin Herbert, Monday Night Football. Those got to be the top two right there. On the same day, they also had uh, in Ontario, Austin Matthews uh, boost. He was like minus 160 to score a goal down to plus 100 versus Arizona. They didn't score also. So it was this, oh, this fucking roar. Everyone, DraftKings is fixed. They're obviously play, paying Matthews too. Yeah, they got they had to have paid Matthews as well. This happened score. on the Cooper Cup one too. They had a, they paid him. Had no, a, they paid Cup. They got, they have a lot of guys on payroll, DraftKings, it yeah. seems. Yeah. Especially a lot of guys who make a lot of money as well. It's tough. We're just getting rinsed. So on Betstamp, if you were to go to the marketplace, there is an account called Bonanza Bets. And Bonanza Bets tracks odds boosts in Ontario. Ontario has a ton of sports books. So these are the biggest EV odds boosts. The ROI on betting these is 40.7% since they've been tracked. If the sports leagues and sports books were in cahoots with one another, I'm pretty sure you would not be able to get a 40% ROI 
by betting odds boosts. That's it. I don't really have anything more to say. Just stop thinking that. Like, it doesn't, you know, people are always looking for reasons to justify why they lost a bet, why something is rigged, so on and so forth. It's not. The amount of money at stake for these players as well, it's not never going to happen. The reputational harm it would cause to the league. Like, think about the amount of people that would have to be in the know for something like this to happen as well and would have to keep it quiet and never discuss it ever. It, it's, it's a joke. We move on. All right. Mike Randall, at Randall Rant. Oh, FYI, at the current bet sizing for, for those, it'd be uh, $2,500 profit. Just letting everyone know here. Yeah. When I say, like, yeah, you could do that, there, there's your proof. I know. Well. And th- those don't even include sign-up bonuses. Just don't dunk your money at the casino. And that's really, that's the, that should be the biggest lesson. Don't dunk on casino and SGP and all that other stuff. And then you can, you can win. Um, as long as you don't care what you want to bet on. Okay. I, the, I, that, that's actually a good idea for an episode one time though. Like we, I, I could give five tips of things just not to do. And you would immediately like essentially become a break even maybe profitable better. If there are one actually thing. some casino promos though. I know. Like, oh, you're going to use the free... If you're getting free spins at a casino, I'm going to pump those free spins. Oh, yeah. Why am I not going to do that? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, then what happens if they... Just don't... You got 50 free spins. You're, you think I'm going to get like a... Just I, don't do that 51st spin. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. They hook you in. Yeah. Don't do that 51st it's, spin. It is challenging. There is... Once you get the rush, especially me, once you see those spins hat, once those slot reels are going... Whew. I just don't get the casino rush. Like, I just don't have it. I'd rather take that money and just fire back some sports bets. Uh, No, like I agree, but there's no quicker way to like just, it's the instant gratification at the Chino, like instant. You just like put it in and you're like, okay, go. Dude, there's some big hands that people play on blackjack, like these influencers and stuff now. And they actually go on tilt and like, like, they're like, I can't believe it. Like I had ace, I had a 19 and then the dealer was showing a six and he got a 20. Like, they're like, that's rigged. It's like, no, that Dude, happens like, every that's time. It's just going to happen. Yeah. Like, you can't be playing this. You're, you're playing long enough. You're going to lose all your money. Like, just leave it. You don't have an edge. It's done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, all right, what we got here? Randall Rant. The point spread actually mattered in just three of 15 NFL games this week. On the season, the point spread has only mattered in 11 of the 61 games. The winners of the games have gone 50, 11, and 2 against the spread. So this is essentially... You know, I'm paraphrasing here, but it's like pick the winner of the game and bet them against the spread type of thing. The going to do some quick math here. 11 divided by 61, roughly 20%, right? In that range, a little bit, a little bit uh, less than that. 55, yeah, okay, go ahead. That's a lot that where the point spread is swinging the game and like they're 11 of 61. The point spread only matters if the, the favorite wins, wins by but less than the spread. But doesn't cover. Yeah, which is, obviously, if the favorite wins, they're going to cover the spread more than 50% of the time. And if the dog wins, and they cover the spread 100% of the time. It also doesn't point out the fact, like, you need you need some sort of distribution of the spreads as well. If every spread is one and a half or two and a half, of course, the team that wins the game is going to cover the spread more. There's way more opportunity to do that. Yeah, especially if the spread's minus one and a half. It's almost going to happen every time. And I will say, we're not seeing a ton of big spreads in the NFL this year relative to previous years. For those who are doing survivor pools, you'll know what I mean. There's, you know, 
on a weekly basis. I think we've only seen like maybe one double digit spread per week. But regardless, this is 18% of games, essentially, where the favorite wins and doesn't cover. That is a lot. Like, get rid of this whole thing. Like, I've heard this so many times and it drives me nuts because it's like no scientific or like mathematical data to support it. But it's like, if you're going to bet the favorite, bet them on the spread. If you can bet the underdog, just bet the money line. Don't take the points. It's like, no. I mean, like, obviously there's going to be lots of scenarios where you should take the points. The, 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 like this, the, the money line is just a derivative of the point spread. Absolutely. So it's, you're making the same bet, essentially. You're just choosing one with, like, a higher variance. It is what it is. This is obviously not that valuable. Yeah. Next one. Nothing to see there. Okay. Uh, Taylor Mathis at TMath Sports gave out Nestor Cortez over three and a half Ks on Wednesday on Sports Grid TV. We lose by the hook. This was definitely tagged because of our episode of Sammy P recently. You think so? Where he was talking about, can we stop it? We actually should have a campaign to stop this, by the way. The losing by the hook on like these small prop numbers cannot happen. Anymore. You could only say lost by the hook if you haven't, if the t- your team covers, uh, wins by eight and you had a minus eight and a half in NFL. Where, where do we do the cutoff though? Like it, it let for 30 points on Kevin Durant's total. Okay. So I, I had um, Noah Gray over seven and a half receiving yards in the game the other day. I got seven. I lost yeah. by the hook too. So I was going to tweet out a screenshot and then I was like, man, there's too many people who are going to think like, being serious so i just left it so so it get the lower you go with the number on the stat line the more ridiculous it is right like if you if you were to bet something over a half and it ended with zero and you said you lost by the hook that's gonna be insane so like the lower (laughs) but like okay if justin verlander's strikeout prop is nine and a half and he gets to ten i don't like i don't know where i draw the line but regardless these small numbers, losing by the hook, we have to stop this. We just need a, an educational campaign that says, no, this is unacceptable terminology. Technically speaking, you can maybe argue that it's right, but it's, it, it's not. It, it, it really, whoever tagged me in this one, I think they, they sent it to me DMs on Twitter. It, it, this, this stuff, I don't know why it agitates me, but it does. It is what it is. Yes. All right. Last one. Gino Donati. Gino Donati. I have actually uh, spoke with this guy's partner before. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nice okay. guy. I'm telling bets. I, I I listen. I can't I can't control the tweets that trigger me, and fair some no, people out enough, there cannot control the tweets that trigger them. Sometimes people send stuff in. It doesn't have the same effect on me as it does on others. And I don't tend to not include it because, like, I want it to be real. Let's hear it. But Gino here says, I'm telling you betters right now. Vegas is adapting quickly. The public would have Miami as a favorite in Cincinnati and the LA Rams as a favorite in San Francisco. I used to make line slash odds, and I'm telling you in my 20-year career, this is the first time I'm seeing more and more, quote-unquote, true lines used. I don't even know what the hell this is. Okay. He's basically saying that stuff is getting sharper yes. and that they're no longer putting out bait lines. 
Okay. Obviously, the whole Vegas is adapting quickly. We've gone over that multiple times. It's nothing to do with Vegas, the town. Yeah. It's nothing to do with Las Vegas. Yeah. They're not making the lines there. Shout out, uh, shout out Circus Sports. You yes. guys are making some lines. Yep. I apologize on that. But it's obviously not Vegas. But I guess what he's saying is like the true line is being used more and more, meaning what he means by that is like, okay, these guys do not actually put out a line where they just are trying to incite public action anymore, yep. which for the most part, that never exists in the past, but he is kind of right in a sense that like the true line is being used right now because it gets bed into place. I don't think that there's any scenario ever. So these are two NFL games from a couple weeks ago. Miami-Cincy was the Thursday night game that we went to courtesy of Betfred. There is 0% chance ever, ever, ever that a sports book would have opened Miami as a favorite in that game. But he's saying the public would have had that. So no, if, if it was like no, years ago. But that's not would. true. Because So here's the, like, Cincinnati's a three and a half point favorite in that game, right? Uh, three and a half, four, whatever it is. There might have been more public tickets on Miami, but the average person would never have bet Miami as a favorite. Like, the, the price would have dictated the, the opinion on that game, period. So, like, I, really the reality is the market is moving quicker these days and lines are getting sharper more quickly, bent into place more quickly. So from that standpoint, I get it, but I don't agree with this at all. I don't, like, in my opinion, it, 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 this, his scenario would never, like, could never happen. It's not plausible. Like, true lines being used... The, the, the process for a bookmate, like remember when we had Chris Bennett on, right? He's talking about NFL and MLB lines and NFL just like sending out a number that they thought was right. Like that's basically the same process it's always been. It's just one person sending out a number that they think is whatever. And then the market decides where it's going to go with it. Now the market goes move goes quicker than it used to, but like nothing has changed. There's no, literally nothing changing. I agree. This is like, I mean, okay, this guy, I know for a fact, is not a dumb person or a dumb better. I'm I'm not suggest. By the way, any of these tweets that we get or whatever, I'm never suggesting that these people are dumb. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion. These are just things that personally bother me. But yeah, it, it is. It is. It's not. A, it's not true. It's not accurate. It's not like the, the, It's just. You know, Chris Bennett's going to have a coffee and he's going to be like, yeah, you know what? This this game should be this. He's going to send it out. There's going to be some, like, it's not like Circa is at least taking like a decent pop on openers, but the market is going to decide where that goes. Like, it's it has nothing to do with, with the what the public would like in the game or who they would have as favorite. It has literally nothing to do with that. Zero. Agreed. Um, any Any other tweets that trigger us? I think that's it. I think we got it down to five this week. If you guys enjoy this show, just want to uh, give another shout out. The 90 Degrees Pod with Kevin Davis. It's a very similar style show. He's brought on a few pro sports bettors. Um, if you like this one, you're going to love that one as well. His most recent episode on kind of like how to avoid getting limited by the sports book. It's audio only. Check it out on Spotify, 90 Degrees Podcast. You can check out all our shows on the Hammer Betting Network. Uh, thank you very much, everyone. We'll see you next week.